Hey, this is Brian Foster. You're listening to the BMX in Our Blood podcast. So we were talking about weather. Uh, this will lead right into it. First of all, Mark Mulville, finally. I'm really excited to get this done because past years I've wanted to catch you at one of my jams because you always come up. Uh, but welcome to the BMX in Our Blood. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been talked about for years now. And oh, like, yeah. We both, I'm, I've obviously <laughs> been into it, but yeah. it's like there's always so much happening at the events that it just somehow doesn't happen and yeah it understandably doesn't happen Mm -hmm. you're riding which is what i want you know i want you to to ride but um so yeah i wouldn't expect you to be available at an event um i do that is something that i kind of uh i need to be a little more considerate of because i did interview a few people that were trying to be they were trying to fit me into their schedule when they were trying to get done what they had to do. So um, I need to just probably let that part go and just do what I'm doing now, which is keep stay an extra day or two at the beginning and the front end and the back end of the jam. Yeah. So uh, that's so today is nice because although you have you know work to do, <laughs> uh, we it, you know it's less interrupted. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's relax. It's more relaxing. Yeah. less less forced right right which uh yeah can you describe where we are first of all we're in a treehouse but, yeah but where, <laughs> where, where are we without uh i don't know what you're at will to uh to tell about where we are but on uh, yeah however well, you want to describe it basically we are kind of in a semi-wooded well, like a, a field surrounded by trees and a couple buildings that are uh, uh, like kind of industrial type spots, mm-hmm. like garages for rent, you know, like um, mechanics and stuff. And then we are sitting in a tree fort slash the top of the roll-in for my jumps. Um, and Almost the size of a Nitro Circus roll-in, yeah. I think. Yeah, <laughs> huge roll-in. Scared the crap out of me. But but we just got a pretty fun little session in beforehand, so that was nice. Oh. Nice little warm-up yeah. for the for the talking. <laughs> Absolutely. No, and and I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you oh, yeah. uh, making time for that, too, because it's I feel you know great that I slayed a miniature dragon, but I, I slayed a dragon. It was good. Or, it was nice. Good. And, and you ripped it up. You're killing. You're killing it. So it's it's just, already been a pleasure. But. Just hold on and hope. <laughs> right. So something I digressed away from uh, quickly because I do that is uh, weather, which brings me to you're very involved uh, and connected to the Northeast slash Upper Atlantic coast. On um, where do you, where are you from? What's the connection there for you? Originally from. Um, your home state of Connecticut. Really? Yeah. I don't and, know. Uh, I didn't know this, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, uh, why we're here. <laughs> um, from a town called Bethlehem, like tiny, tiny little town next to another it, tiny town, but more people know as um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Warren? No. no uh, um, there's Washington. a little ski resort. Oh, that's South Woodbury. 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 Southbury, Woodbury. Yeah, Woodbury. Another tiny town, but yeah. it's known because it has a ski resort. Sure. And, um, just like 15 minutes from where I live. Yeah, we had like I, <laughs> I was like right near like Bantam Lake. Yeah, used to That's used like to go eight like miles from me. I used to like uh, ice skate on the lake in the winter. Wow, when I was way younger, like yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you know a northeast winter. 
Yes, I do. You, um, you've experienced it. Yeah, and like I still have a lot of family up there, mm-hmm. and um, like uh, you know, from a farm, and mm-hmm. I actually I built jumps when I was a little kid. Like uh-huh. I used to like we moved to Florida when I was six, I five or six. Okay. But I would go back up um, uh-huh. pretty much every year for a long time for my uh, winter break and mm-hmm. summer break. Oh, okay. And remember when I was when I was ten was my first time flying, and I and my flew I flew alone. Uh huh. Very first time flying, and I was solo, which was pretty nerve wracking. And you were ten. Ten, yeah. And there were still ashtrays in the planes. <laughs> so you know, it was quite a while ago. It, yeah, which um, makes you seem older than you are, but uh, you just started early. Yeah. With that type of you know <laughs> and, independence. Uh, I remember, like, so. I was staying on the farm, mm-hmm. and obviously, and uh, I had a, uh, my uncle's bike yeah. up there, and it was some like I think it was actually a hutch. Yeah, um, pretty sure. And so it broke quickly. <laughs> yeah, I was luckily lightweight, like little guy. Yeah, and uh, I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, um, we'll be all right. But I actually I built some jumps like up in the like in one of the fields. Uh huh. And it was just rad. Like, I, and then I went to Woodbury Skate Park at the ski resort. Yeah. Like, just you could see the crazy. half pipe on the road, right? It's like right, yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just really cool. Like, being able to go back and forth from yeah Florida to you know back to Connecticut where I was from, and then yeah you know now having so many close friends up there yeah. in the in the New England area, and I mean the whole Northwest, but like. In New England, like, like you know, like Vic, yeah, at Circuit, you know, he's mm-hmm. he actually lived in Florida for a long time, and like that's how I became good friends with him. He was living in the St. Pete, Tampa area oh. when I was growing up and riding um, this place called Central Skate Park. Okay, basically, what like raised me in BMX. Oh, okay, like because it was guys like Matt Copeland, Vic there, um, uh, Louis Pinzone. Uh huh. Florida like legend Tampa legend like Sean yeah. Albright uh, Forrest there's yeah like all those dudes were like Tampa legends and then Jeff Harrington lived there as well oh okay so like those were the guys that like really showed me mm-hmm. like BMX in person not just like watching trails videos yeah yeah, yeah. but um, yeah back to like Vic with you know my connection to the northeast and, and here it's like um Vic took me to like my first real punk rock show. Yeah. Um, he took me to a bunch of shows for ages. Yeah. It was awesome, like so rad. And yeah, he introduced me. Him and Matt introduced me to like music more. Uh huh. We can pause a second. Yeah, There's see. not a lot of grass to mow, so this yeah. can't go on for too long. No. But it, it, it. This is pretty consistently what happens outside when I record. Yeah, so, so it's kind of funny, but... Funny, because I've never seen this before, and I'm, I'm here literally five to six days a week, like twice a day usually. It's almost like they knew. Yeah. Let's screw with Mark today. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. They're finally getting it done. Let's mow the lawn. We heard it's taken five years to get them on, so <laughs> let's mow the lawn today. Anyway, it's, it's good. I'm not worried about yeah. it. Yeah. Because like I said... I, Unless, it, well, we'll know if he's purposely doing this because he'll park under the support <laughs> just and just run it. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, nothing beats the cicadas while I was interviewing Brian Foster for the first hour. It was early morning, so it was yeah. like heavy dew, and the cicadas were so loud, and I could hear them, and I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. You listen, in the first hour, you, you just want to, like, throw, <laughs> you just want to throw the phone. But anyway, so go ahead. You were talking about Vic and shows. You went to your first shows with... Matt and Vic? Or? Uh, with Vic first. Yeah. And then, you know, Matt being in bands, being in a Reversal of Man at that time. Oh, okay. Um, huge band for that, you know, that genre and that era for sure. Yeah. Um, having them two really got me into the whole punk rock scene. Yeah. But Vic especially, like, Vic was kind of, he was like the one that like really put it on me at first. Yeah. And I just fell in love. And then also at, at Central Skate Park, not to veer off no, you know, far right. from the, the first question, but... Uh, um, we don't worry about that. This actually goes into one of the things Matt was asking, like... Um, I didn't see those questions yet, so I don't... So we, he... You could, you could bring that question in right now if you want. <clears throat> yeah, Matt said... Matt asked... Uh, What's one of your best stories about working at Central Skate Park? Oh. And again, Central was, you know, the place that, like, raised me in BMX. Like, besides my trails that I had, like, mm-hmm. um, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like... And lawnmower. It's hilarious that this is actually happening, but... It, yeah. yeah. anyway. <laughs> just saying, I, I'm here, <laughs> if you didn't hear that before, I'm here five to six days a week, and I've never... <laughs> there's never been anyone mowing here, so this is... <laughs> this is uh, it's different. Uh, he's but, just throwing dust. Is all he's doing. He's yeah. completely screwed. <laughs> so, right, anyway, go ahead. So Matt asks, like, one, uh, what's one of my uh, favorite stories, or whatever, from yeah. working at Central Skate Park? And yeah, one of them was it's. I mean, I have so many like that. They're not even like. I can't even remember all of them. Like, yeah. and the best ones, I probably. They're probably so far gone. Yeah. At this yeah. point. Right. But one of them, back to the music thing, was like, there's this band called Page 99 that mm-hmm. I was really into as a kid. And yeah. They were like a kind of hardcore punk rock band. Uh-huh. Um, and the skate park had a bunch of shows all the time there. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, I remember just, I didn't know, I was working that night. Yeah. And I remember, like, looking at a flyer, because I didn't realize who was, a lot of times I didn't pay yeah. attention to who was playing. I just, I was going to be there anyway. Yeah. But, um... I looked and I saw it was page 99 and I was just like holy shit this is crazy like yeah and the craziest part was I was just listening to them I remember mm-hmm. on my way to the park that day really like yeah so pretty wild wow. like and then all of a sudden they're playing um yeah crazy that's a, that's a story right there yeah it, it, it seems to be that there's uh there's there's some crossover with um I remember when I interviewed Matt he talked about Dave Brumlow and the brothel Mm-hmm. Park in that one, uh, you have to say park after that, yeah. <laughs> but they had shows there too, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, all it's right. Big, so, anyway, I don't we don't have to go down that down that road, but that's pretty cool that there were two spots that were having shows in and, and had parks, yeah, uh, yeah, really cool. And Central, though, is huge, yeah. It was like, I mean, to this day, probably one of the biggest parks I've ridden, yeah, and I still think the best park I've ever ridden. Yeah. Like, and lucky enough, like for me, I got to grow up riding it. Like, yeah. And I mean, it was like the size of the the size of the place itself, but yeah. also like 
the the options like the the diversity and like ramp sizes and ramp styles and sure and i mean there was a huge box jump and like yeah that was when i had i've always had my own jumps that i've built like mm -hmm. for the majority of my life yeah but i had some big jumps but like i would kind of use like my jumps i'd always learn all my tricks yeah and then i would go to the central skate park box jump and do those tricks but i had so much time that i'd usually just like add an extra trick or two like and that's what kind of formed my yeah got me into my combo stuff all the time that's so weird all right so it's no <laughs> secret that i do not i don't watch videos i just don't i don't i just i'll blame it on being you know older and and i i work a lot this commute time by the time i get home i don't i don't want to watch videos so yeah but i i I wanted to be I'm attempting to be a little more prepared uh, especially for interviews like yours I don't feel the pressure to do a ton of research but the whole point in me digressing on this one is uh, that I watched I think I was able to access at least three out of the four videos you were in or three out of the five maybe maybe even six but I wrote down um, the styles, in this, your style and combos, like, stuck out to me. Watching from Anthem 2 all the way through, because I think the last video you were in was 2013, I think. And it was uh, uh, Chicken Nugget. Um, I think that's the most recent one. Does that sound right? Or, um, or was that a date that someone just happened to put it on YouTube? Maybe, I don't know. Um, and combos is still the point of I what think, I'm talking about. But I think maybe, maybe my last, like, actual, like legit video part or something was um, the Sabrosa video I believe okay Goody oh I didn't see that one I just went through BMX uh, database uh, and found whatever I could that yeah. had your name as a rider in there so I'll look that one up I will actually watch it post interview too yeah that <laughs> one like so um, I mean Anthem 2 for me was like that was like one of the highlights of my if you want to call it a career, BMX career, sure. like, yeah, and that was just like a, that was honestly one of the my biggest years anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, and that would have been um, 2010. 2010, yeah. Yeah, like and having you're riding brakeless. Yeah, like I anyway. um, filming for you know Anthem Two, which was insane, or that's when it came out. Like, yeah, but um, you know Anthem Two coming out, like getting nominated for like Nora Cup for like. Oh, nice. Oh no, wait, that was actually. I think it was for Anthem. It was either yeah. Anthem or, or the Sabrosa video. Yeah. Um, but... Unless anyway. it, yeah, unless it was... Uh, oh, it was Dirty South, uh, Chicken Nugget, Operation Enduring BMX, Get Used to It, Welcome to Deluxe, um, but then it was... Uh, Welcome to Pittsburgh's videos were my some of my favorites to ever work on. Oh, okay. That was actually... A, um, Welcome to Pittsburgh was... They yeah. were from my like, like my best friend Bobby Valentine. Um, oh, the the musician. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's an amazing BMX rider as well, and like yeah. amazing videographer. Yeah. Like. Who brought the dicks was the other one. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had one so, clip in that actually. I watched for it. It's it's great. Yeah. But um, anyway. I, but yeah, welcome to Pittsburgh. Like. Um, it, I, it, now it's, it's a team. Yeah, this is a conspiracy. There's no question in my mind. This is a conspiracy. Now there's, now there's uh, mowing and weed whacking going on, like right, un, like right under us. And you've never seen never, the, out of the 
long time now that I've been coming here and building these jumps. Uh, this hasn't happened. But um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So. Hey, we uh, battled through. We're, I, think we're, <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. My buddy um, Bobby, like I. Yeah. Um, you know, for a while I lived in Pittsburgh. Like. Oh, you did. I, yeah, I'd go okay. back and forth at first from like yeah. um, the Castleberry area, like Castleberry sure. Orlando area, yeah, to the Pittsburgh area, and yeah. it all like um, just kicking in the compressor. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but actually, it was funny. Like, yeah, totally off subject, but also I'll yeah. go back on like um, my buddy Bobby that I mentioned. Like, mm-hmm. he was staying with. I, I lived with Ricky Bates at this point. Like, oh, he passed away, right? It, yeah. Okay, because when I did Coddle's interview, um, we talked to Ricky because, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to get into some, that. Yeah, there's some other crazy stuff to do yeah. with that. But um, we were we were roommates then. And, like, Ricky was always, he was one of my closest friends. But, like, we bickered as well because we were so close. Yeah. But also, we were, like, really, really good friends. Yeah. Um, but he ah. was, he would, yeah. he had a place, like, when I got out of living at the trails, at Castleberry Trails. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know you lived there, too. Yeah, for a while, yeah. Yeah. I lived at Ricky, though, and... Yeah. Um, Bobby was staying with us, uh-huh. and at one point he was like, Hey, I'm leaving to go back to Pittsburgh today. Like, do you want to yeah. come? And I was like, I mean, I can't. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't yeah. think I can. Like, I, I I live here. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I was riding BMX full-time at that point, so... Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, what about Ricky, though? Like, I can't just leave him, like... Yeah, right. But, um, I... So I was thinking about it, though. I'm like, damn, should I just go? Like, what's holding me back? Like... Yeah. I'm, sure. Besides, like, the Castleberry Trails and, like, my friends there and, and Ricky. Like, right. At, you know, me being his roommate. Sure. And then it's just like, I don't know, I'm just going to ask Ricky. So I asked him, he's like, I don't care. Like... Go. <laughs> cool with me. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, okay. I'll think about it. And then I see Bobby again. He's like, hey, I'm I'm um, leaving in like you know, this amount of time. I'm going to get an oil change and this uh-huh. and that, run some errands. But then I'm heading back, so let me know if you want to go. Right. I'm just like still thinking like, I can't do this, but damn it, I want to go. Yeah. And then finally he's like, basically, hey, I'm leaving. Do you want to go? And I was like, all right. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Just hopped in and moved to Pittsburgh. Moved. That, it wasn't even... Okay. So like, that, that was... Yeah. I, at first, very, I thought you meant to go visit for a little while, but you no, were uprooting. Like, I just stayed there for a while, and then uh-huh. I came back a little bit for, for like a winter. Sure. And then, you know, went back for a summer, and I did that, I think, for like two years, and then uh-huh. I ended up just staying for like two or three years straight. Oh, okay. Winters and all, and yeah. that's also what made me never want to live in winter again living through yeah. some of those yeah. crappy winters. I mean, but this is way pre-wheel mill, so you really yeah. didn't have options, right? Yeah, it was like, we went to um, raise like, maybe like once every other week or something. And it probably wasn't what it is now. No, it is now, but it was still amazing. Oh, was it? Still okay. amazing, yeah. Um, but with Bobby, like, and living in Pittsburgh, like, uh-huh. we, we filmed all the time, like, just always filming, like, whether yeah. it was while we're partying, uh-huh. while we're riding while we're out like riding a curb and like eating yeah. pizza uh-huh. like you know digging in the woods whatever yeah. we were doing we were like he was always filming stuff and uh-huh. yeah he put together three uh three welcome to pittsburgh's and 
they were all amazing. Like, not yeah. just because I'm a part of like them, but like, yeah. they were all just amazing videos. Yeah. And the thing was, like, being a part of them was so awesome, especially filming with Bobby because, like, he's my best friend. Right. So, like, it was so easy. And like, yeah. he knew my riding. Yeah. I knew his filming. Like, we just easily yeah. worked together. That's but cool. that kind of came too with, like, Stu as well with uh-huh. filming for um, Anthem 2. Like, right. He, you know, I've known Stu forever. Like, I've known him, I mean, a long time. Guy. Like, yeah, he's great. Such a positive dude, but, like, also funny. Like, he's, oh, sh- he's like, got a good dry sense of humor, which I love. Like, he doesn't dance around things either. I, no. like, I love that about him. He just says, he calls it like he sees it. Yeah. Like, you know? great dude. Yeah. Uh, but he was, like, at first, I was honestly so nervous when he asked me to. Mm-hmm to have a part in Anthem 2 I was like I don't think I'm on this level like I mm-hmm. don't think I can match up with these guys that are in the video yeah well I don't want uh, I don't want to break your train of thought but I it was roughly Chris Doyle Clint Reynolds um jeez who else I didn't write him down so Ryan I don't Yeagle. remember it. yeah oh my god Jeff Yeagle. Slatterly yeah um Wait, does that mean you rode the Suffield trails in that? Is that because I watched that Suffield section? I, no, I don't think you were in that part. You were in the posh part, right? Yours, I, I'm sorry, yours was at posh or no? Mine was mine was a lot of posh. Yeah, and um, well, so it was filmed in a lot of different places, but mm-hmm. I feel like the, the it was like posh in Texas. I had like some oh, some okay. like Ninth Street stuff, and um, and okay. also East Side in Texas. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, it was cool. It was like, I was pretty excited that mine was the only fully all trails section, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, That's where I saw a ton of combos, and I was like, wow. This yeah, is cool. like I, a lot of it's having the right the right jumps. Oh yeah. Right yeah. setups and stuff like, and sometimes like you know you just find that jump or whatever, and all yeah. of a sudden it's like, shit, I feel good. Like let's yeah, let's do something. Let's try mm. this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, filming with Stu is great. It's it's nice and easy. Even even though stressful at first, just sure. because the name, yeah, Anthem Two, it was easy to work with him. Like yeah, because I've known him forever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another actually, so my ender in that video was um, a bar spin to <laughs> yeah. Now there's officially weed whacking like directly under us like. <laughs> Wait, I see a guy with the chainsaw. Yeah. No. Oh, here comes a wood chipper too. <laughs> um, oh, it looks like they're leveling the lot. Yeah. No, just kidding. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, why not? Bring a wood chipper in now. <laughs> oh, he's, he's totally right, right below us. <laughs> Your camera. We gotta. <laughs> This, this is cut. This is Comedy Central, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Weed whacking nothing, really. It's the first time someone has nothing to do with trails has decided to come weed whack everything. Oh man. This is too much. Shit. Got some piece of carpet stuck. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Yeah. This ought to be like done in a second, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll wait. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't pay anyone to, to weed whack at trails. No. Ever. And this guy's just apparently here for fun. Oh god. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> currently uh, the trails are getting weed whacked. <laughs> Couple, Do we have uh, to explain to him how you, how you don't weed whack the grass that's holding up the side of the jumps? Or do we just say F it? We're, I'm just going to let you know, him go. Whatever. I'm, like, we're gonna, I'm going to fully rebuild the line anyway, so. <laughs> right. Whatever. Wow. All right, it might be good. Oh, I hope so. I hope he's out of gas and there isn't any close by to refill. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we were still talking Anthem, too. We were talking Stu. We were talking, like, you know, you were nervous even though he was a friend. Yeah, and then, um, oh, my ender, like... Um, oh, okay, yeah. So that was, my ender was at 9th Street, and then we're like, mm-hmm. not a big jump at all, but just like, I just, the jump just was like easy and effortless yeah. to ride, and just felt, right. felt nice, I felt good on it. Right. And I remember doing a, at that time, I never did this, but like, or, no, I have done that, I, I have, like, I'm doing a bar spin to X up the turndown, and... Bar spin X wow, okay. Bar yeah. spin X up the turndown, and... Yeah. You know, that was like I was so excited about that. I like when I when yeah. I landed it, I was like, you know, basically, holy shit! Like that's yeah, I'm I'm psyched. And like, you hadn't tried it before? I did. I thought I thought I had it, but like I remember, like I definitely have done that trick before. Um, yeah. Because I, I actually have some other wilder ones <laughs> at the Central Skate Park box jump, but um, then in the Sabrosa section, I had. My ender, I like tried to one up myself, uh-huh. and my ender was a double bar, a bar spin to bar spin to turn down. Whoa! All right. Um, so bar spin grab, bar spin. Yeah, grab, bar spin and grab, bar spin down. grab, turn down. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but that was like, I was like totally trying to one up myself from the last video because yeah. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to like digress. I don't want to like right. do, or you know. Yeah. Like do less or something like sure. I gotta try and do more like yeah 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 know, yeah whatever. But I totally not doesn't matter. But I remember like Trey Trey's actually in my part like and he yeah. runs out because I I guess I said I was gonna do it. I don't remember this this part of the yeah. filming, but I I guess I said like I want to I'm gonna do a double bar spin to turn down, and Trey was with me. Um, we were riding uh, Stephen Murray's old house. Oh okay. And big poppy booter jumps. Uh-huh. And I pulled it, and Trey comes running out, and he's like, first Wait. try! Um, all right, so, so sorry. Where, uh, where were you at with that? Um, oh, yeah, so when I pulled the, the double bar turn down, though, like, Trey comes running out, and he's in yeah. my, at the end of my section. He's like, first try! Like, and he's, like, holding his head, like, oh, my God. Yeah. But even then, like... I, a lot of times when I do tricks like that, like, I I know, like, I'm doing it purposely, but, like, I mm-hmm. almost, like, black out, kind of, like, um, like, at first, I didn't even really remember, like, like, I knew I pulled it, but also in, in my head, I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, just crazy. Yeah. I don't know, like, but, yeah, it was actually cool having Trey there, though, like, mm-hmm. having, you know, another yeah. Floridian with me. How old was he? He must have been young. Because that was 2010, you know, he, he had to have been just a, a 
young teen. I can't remember. If I mean, that, he's not that old right now. Is he 30 yet? He's like is he about 30? 30 something. Oh, he's over 30? I think. I can't remember. Time flies. Uh, me, yeah. I, yeah. I also, I didn't even realize that I've been living at the beach for over 10 years. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. like uh, I think about it and I'm like, oh, you know, I've been living here at the beach for like three years. And, yeah, yeah. And then I'm talking to a buddy that I surf with and stuff yeah. and, and he's like, remember when we were roommates like 11 uh-huh. years ago? And I was like, this actually happened recently. I'm like, yeah. uh, that long ago? Yeah. It's like, yeah, because yeah. this day, this, this, and I'm like, right. holy shit. Yeah. Okay. It tries to be crazy when people have such, like, markedly better memories than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Details, and I'm like, I well, don't I, know what you're talking about. I think about it, like, because I literally always, like, for years, I've always yeah. thought, like, I've been here two or three years. Yeah. For years, though. Yeah. Like, so obviously it's been longer, yeah. but, like, right. I think about it, I, I bought my house now three and a half years ago, so uh-huh. clearly it's been a while. Like you bought the place you already lived in? Uh, no, I got. I, I was living in, in like the Cocoa Beach area, more like. Oh, okay. Now I, I bought a house three and a half years ago in Satellite Beach. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. over the causeways from here. I got you. Um, just like more mellow area, mm-hmm. like better surf. Yeah, right. More chill. Right. Yeah, good spots. Good. Best of both worlds. Yes. Yeah. Where were the trails in your section? Had to have been Ninth Street. What were the trails that were right alongside? You'd, you'd pedal on asphalt. It was next to the road. Oh, yeah. That was Ninth Street. That was Ninth Street? Okay. So I did see the end of that one. Yeah. So I, I could, I'm thinking, like, I don't know of anywhere in the Northeast, because I figured you were almost all, like, Pennsylvania Northeast. So yeah. I didn't realize. We actually, we filmed that, um, I believe it was, like, while I was there for the... I could be wrong about this, but I think it was while I was there for the premiere, like... Oh. Stu was it was crazy Stu was like fully we're in the van going to the premiere always Stu and he was still editing like the video while we're driving there like that you were going to the premiere of yeah like it was crazy like holy mackerel just that dude busted his ass wow for that video uh, wow yeah that was that was really cool I have a really dumb question is there a is there a uh uh was there a sponsor of that, or, or who was the sponsor? There had to be a sponsor, but who was the sponsor of Anthem Two? Oh, it was um, actually cool the way he did it. Like each each rider had a sponsor, so mine was Profile. So you had a like, lot of kick in from different, yeah, different companies. Like okay. each each person, like their section. If you look, like they'll have like the 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 logo. Oh, okay. The company logo at the on the bottom or something, I think. But yeah, and yeah. you saw the poster at the jam that that. Trumbull that Mikey came to yeah Aiken. okay because mm-hmm. we had Odyssey and Fit on that one yep yeah I get it okay it's, yeah it's cool like and then like like my poster obviously profile racing like mm-hmm. um, yeah really cool idea though I think like doing it that way yeah like yeah. you know promotes the the specific companies but yeah. also helps him and helps yeah. us the riders and yeah good oh, good good idea I think yeah I never I didn't realize that's how it was is that common for mm. for video. I don't think so. I've never no. heard of that personally. It's usually just one company and their riders, basically. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. That's what it seems, but Yeah. That's why I think like another reason why Anthem was so so mm-hmm. big and so like just rad, like such an yeah. awesome video. Like right. cause it you know, it's not just the team, like that company team going on a, a road trip or something and filming. Yeah. And then it's just, you know, these specific guys. Like it's 
guys from like all different areas and all mm -hmm. types of riding like Sean Burns you know like yeah I'm in a video with Sean Burns we're like complete yeah opposite riders love the dude yeah amazing rider but like yeah. we don't ride anything alike no. no except he does tabletops and I love tabletops <laughs> yeah, um, right right but like He's yeah. just dropping from the sky. That's yeah. usually what he's doing. <laughs> dropping from, like, a couple stories up and yeah. gapping, like, Ugh. a couple hundred feet. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, just, it was cool, you know, yeah. watching a video, like, like, hey, there I am. Oh, there's Sean, or, you know, there's Sean Burns. Yeah. Oh, there's Chris Doyle. Yeah. Like, like right. all these people. It's, it's just mm -hmm. crazy. Um. Yeah, and I've always been a fan of all the riders that are in that, that are in the video as well. So, like, uh -huh. that made it really cool to be a part of something with, like, yeah, people that I may have been friends with, yes, but I also looked up to. Right. I like, thought that was awesome. Since uh, we, we can't talk about, you know, each each video, but um, so of the, of the other ones that I, I know I, I watched, maybe you could tell a little story about each one. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe drop something about each each video that uh, you've been a part of. The ones that like uh, I could definitely mention like the the ones that stick out in my head like yeah that like would work. the let's see so my my very first like legit um, uh, section of video was actually um, Transylvania. Oh okay. And that was um, made by Ty Stuyvesant. Uh huh. And really cool, like, really cool video as well. Like, that was also, like, a just, you know, specific people, like, um, it'd be almost like a, like a scene-type video, but not, because mm -hmm. it's people from all over. But, yeah. like, that was cool, because Ty, Ty is, like, he's a legendary dude. Like, love yeah. that kid. Like, or not kid, dude. Right, right. <laughs> like, um, always been a fan of him. But, yeah, like, that was cool, because I, you know, got to cruise with him at, like, Posh and... Mm -hmm. and I don't know if we were at Caddy at that one. I don't even know if Caddy was, like, really a thing yet. Because it was still, like... The been early 2000s? Because, yeah, because, like... Yeah, I don't think Caddy was... I could be wrong. Like, so anyone that's... Sure. Out there, if I'm I wrong, gotcha. I'm, I'm wrong. But, like, you know, like, before Dave there was Nam, like... And I rode Nam mm -hmm. many times. Dave King's... Yeah, uh, like, that was way before Caddy. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of how Caddy started, was the, you know, Nam being totaled yeah, and, yeah 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 but so that's why i don't know either mm -hmm. way like it was cool like um doing that video with with ty like transylvania mm -hmm. and uh like i still like there's a lot of people that i know that like that have seen the video many times and like yeah. um i wrote to holy diver oh. <laughs> by dio <laughs> and yep. um <laughs> Yep. Anytime I'm around somebody, like somebody that knows, like, and that song comes on, it's just, uh -huh. it's just like a, I don't know, like somebody has to say yeah. something always, like. Right. <laughs> but I get it. It's it's funny, like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Uh huh. And then uh. Let's see, and then it was like I had a lot of. A, a lot of like smaller, parts, mm -hmm. um, just mixed into a lot of videos and mm. that, but like then he really goes to. Welcome to Pittsburgh, and yeah, like that was like a scene video, sure. Obviously, called Welcome to Pittsburgh, yeah. Um, and that's really just friends all together, just yeah. And like I said earlier, like, um, you know, we're riding, we're partying, we're doing yeah. everything, like it's all together, and yeah, it's all captured, yeah. yeah. And yeah. those were just such fun videos, like uh -huh. so much fun to be a part of, right? Um, because honestly, didn't even really 
didn't feel like you were making a video. It just yeah. felt like you were riding with your buddies and hanging out with your buddies. Right. Um, so those are really cool. Mm-hmm. Anthem obviously talked a bunch about that. Sure. There's tons of great stories to do with that. Yeah. And then the get used to it is the Sabrosa video. That's what... Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And like talked about that as well. Like that's... Yeah. That was super cool. Because I actually, in that video, did a lot of things that like I have never done before. Uh-huh. Right. Like, and a lo- some of those things were were at Stephen Murray's house at that session we were at. Like just one session that... It was just like, you know, feeling good. So yeah, and had some good people there to ride with. I, my my section for Sabrosa for the Sabrosa video was like Castleberry Trails. Mm-hmm. That was real the only Florida stuff, and then some clips at Boondocks. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a huh. couple clips at Boondocks. Like one of them that I'm still like super psyched on, like doing a pendulum to turn down. What's like that? like no foot of can one side, no foot of can the other side, and then turn down. That's what that's called. Yeah, that's a crazy combo. Uh, yeah, that's that's one that like I, I have not done yet since I just did it that what? one day. Oh my gosh! Um, you must have had a lot of time, or you really karate. It was for a that huge jump, like huh. huge step up. Like, yeah, just yeah, the step up was insane. Like one of my mm-hmm. favorite jumps of all time, still. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that and then like the rest of it was all filmed in California. Like, right. Um. Riding Heath Pinter's old trails, uh-huh. and then Stephen Murray's, and somewhere else I think. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, somewhere other spot. But yeah, yeah, that was just that was such a cool, cool little trip out there. Like, uh-huh. um, then from there, I mean, that's like really my my last like legit video part, like legit yeah. video part. Yeah, then mm-hmm. it just had clips and other things. And maybe that's where the other ones come from because that that Dirty South one I saw, um, Vic was in there. Yeah, <laughs> they put him in there as Vic Hayton Court, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Mike Masisco, the guy that owns a, a shop. Uh, oh yeah, down I know, Mile? I know Mike yeah. mm-hmm. down in Milford, Connecticut. Yeah, Tony's Bikes. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people call him Tony, but it's it's Mike at Tony's. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, I saw his name in there. I'm like, th- that's when I was really. Like trying to put this connection of, of New England and, and Florida, how that worked out. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, ones like that you're talking that those were more like smaller parts, just fun. Yeah, fun I just stuff. had like little clips thrown in here and there. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. A lot of them over the years, which is yeah. still awesome. I'm any any time anyone wants to include me in something, it's still an honor. Like whether it's a yeah, full sure. part or one clip, like it still right. feels. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a cool feeling, like. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's especially because I'm really not like a like be in the forefront type person. Like mm-hmm. I don't like like attention a bunch. Sure. That's sure. why I, maybe social media is great because like yeah. it's easy. Like you know, I can yeah you could post and do whatever. it the way you want to do it. But then like in front of large crowds and stuff, I'm like uh-huh. I'm so nervous. Like. Yeah, anxiety goes crazy. I th- um, oh, it's funny. I was just talking anxiety with uh, an interview I just did uh, this week. Oh, it was with uh, the the younger girl uh, Bethany Hedrick that just got on GT a mm-hmm. couple months ago, or maybe it's been more than a couple months. But anyway, we were talking anxiety because I think that's that's an issue that should be talked about more often. Yeah, because I think people 
are dealing with it a lot more often than maybe other people realize. Maybe they feel alone in that, and they're not alone whatsoever. I mean, I think about going to the wheel mill, and I'm on the deck on the, at a welcome jam, and there's so many people on the deck. I'm like, I I can't I can't ride the way I know I can. Yeah, that many. That's my anxiety. Um, so I end up doing morning sessions, you know, with with Isaac before everyone shows up. <laughs> you know, that's that's why I honestly even going to like events and stuff like that like mm-hmm. i try and at least if i can get some get some runs in or whatever get some warming up like mm-hmm. before there's a crowd because one i either don't want to ride in the crowd yeah or two yeah. i don't want to first run in the crowd like i like i was saying exactly. when we we're on the roll in at a, yeah. like um over here right when i was talking about swamp fest like yeah not huge jumps, but not small jumps. The bigger line's yeah. good sized. Like, yeah, where it is. You could definitely screw yourself up pretty sure. hard. Um, I think you have to work in, into that one. First, first try, first run, that's that's nerve-wracking, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the people that were on the roll-in that day, like or Saturday, were mm-hmm. they already rode them. So yeah, I got right. there, and I'm like, oh, crap, come on. Yeah, because they all were like, there Friday. Yeah. yeah you, like, you I don't want to, like, it took me a little mm-hmm. bit. And I I know how to I know how to ride jumps. I know how to ride. Yeah. I've been riding them and yeah. building them for my entire life, pretty sure. much. But like the first run on anything is still nerve wracking, especially when you're around. Yeah. How I mean, how many people at Swamp Fest? Like not all watching you, but still like hundreds of people. Just like ah, oh, don't mess up. Like come on. You may as well call the first jump after the skipper the anxiety jump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Got to get through that anxiety jump. Yep. And then, it's, then you're in the moment, you, and you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, I would assume I'm. That's the way I feel. If I made it that far, then I'm like, okay, I'm not even thinking about anyone now. Yeah, I, for sure. When I rode contests, like some some big contests, like rode some do tours and stuff, mm-hmm. like that, like that stuff was terrifying to me. Yeah. Not the jumps, but the like, my anxiety was so bad. I didn't even realize like what it was then yeah you know like a little yeah. younger like i i thought like everyone felt that stuff but clearly they didn't like yeah not a lot like a lot of people on the roll-ins for those contests were like their heads in the game yeah not all yeah. of them of course sure. but like they at least were able to you know make it seem like they were in the game yeah. <laughs> like their heads there right mine right. i would have to like follow somebody in every time like uh-huh just because i'm like it would like take my mind off me just focusing on sure. on this like mm-hmm. like so if like i remember at one of the do tours in um san francisco uh-huh um van van was there holman uh-huh. and he wasn't in the contest i think he was a judge yeah or maybe he was riding street the street yeah. whatever it was he sure. was there and he was riding the jumps though mm-hmm. already before me yeah and i'm up there and you know close close to him and like I'd, I'd like need you to guide me through this yeah and it's obvious what you have to do it's like sure you just watch somebody it's the same speed like yeah everything but still i'm like i can't i got i have to follow you yeah and then i have a stupid habit of pulling up which i'm or i used to i'm trying not to do it as much but even following him though those are big yeah. jumps yeah and i just yank the first one same speed as him and hack it and I'm like shit yeah but I didn't really worry about it that much because 
yeah. I was following him, and I'm like, okay, sure. at least all eyes aren't on me. Like, yeah. they're watching him keep going. Yes. Not yeah. me casing. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it ended up taking me... Well, it was th- my second round, I cased again, and then I realized I have to go faster. Yeah. So yeah. I just... I followed him again, though, my third run, but I mm-hmm. stayed back a little bit and just pumped harder and went yeah. way faster and then I was like okay there we go I got it okay and then I was fine to keep going to yeah. do it by myself sure but yeah that was how I was at contests like so it wasn't necessarily for speed that you were you to you know how people say they they, they got towed in by someone yeah. you were using them almost like as a as a um um uh, what's the word I'm looking for a, a uh, distraction yeah it would distract me and distract other people yeah <laughs> so, I got you like yeah and I, I could see using that tactic Absolutely. Yeah. I did it at most most contests. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Even smaller jumps, like just most contests I'd have to follow somebody. Like Sure. Remember at some Red Bull contests I'd follow Clint. That was a th- like at a few of them I remember following Clint through uh-huh. the jumps. Like Van Homan at and the These Dutour are all friends, so it's it's gotta be at least it must feel a little better knowing that yeah. you guys go way back. Yeah. Yeah. The other one I'd always I'd always, um, well, whether it be like following him or mm-hmm. just loosening up with him, like sure. Nyquist was always like one of my favorites on the roll in. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he was so easy and like he's so goofy and like yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, he's taking that attention right off of you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool. Like you know, he would even like help me like feel better, mm-hmm. like just us talking and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, here we go. Do you think they feel, knew what was going on? Were you verbal about it with those nah, guys? Because I didn't really know what was going on. Oh, I got you. You I said was, that. You weren't. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't totally clear that I had severe anxiety. Sure. <laughs> had, yeah. Like, throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't until, well, like, several years ago that mm-hmm. I realized how bad my anxiety is. And yeah. I had to, like, take control Just of that. Deal with, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, because I, I, yeah, it got bad for a while, like... I think about kids, whether it's BMX or skate, whatever, and whether it's contests or you're going to trails for the first time, and I was anxious about this today. Mm -hmm. Because everyone's different, like, and everyone's anxiety is, you know, sprung from something else. Sure. Whether it's, you know, like, like some could be a, you know, medical condition, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I ended up having, like, the way I really, like, realized that I had bad anxiety was, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, like severe anxiety was I started having panic attacks like and I never had that before I didn't even know what it was like like the first one I had I literally I thought I was having a heart attack and that's I called my nurse friend or she she was an EMT but worked at an urgent care how old were you Um, at that point this was like right before COVID oh all right so it's not that long ago fairly recent yeah like a few years ago and um yeah that happened and like I call her I'm like like I don't know what's going on like yeah. I was trying to explain everything to her mm-hmm. and she's like you're okay sounds like you're having a panic attack just just calm down like yep. relax like it's gonna be okay sure Mike you know at that time I'm thinking no it's not because I didn't know what it was well because um, your heart's racing feels like you're gonna pass out yeah mouth's different, getting pasty different feeling than I've ever had before yeah, yeah um so yeah that was the first thing and then like but I still was like okay it's just a freak thing like whatever right. Then I, like, you know, I, I'm an active person. I do a lot besides riding, like, mm-hmm. and I was running a lot. 
Like, mm-hmm. I still do off and on, but, like, at sure. that time, I was running a ton. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, it was a pretty hot day, but, like, never messed me up before. Yeah. I was always doing it anyway. Sounds like peacocks. Yeah. Or, oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's peacocks around somewhere here. If anyone would know, it would be you. We'll get to that subject <laughs> in, a, in a minute, too. With yeah. the photography uh, subject. So. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. So, um, like, yeah. I'm, I'm running, and... Which makes your heart race. I mean, it's, yeah, you're, it's, you're running at a higher, you know, double your resting rate. Yeah. But it was, right. it was you know, I was used to it. I, I had an Apple Watch at that time, and I was, you know, mm-hmm. have my heart rate up and stuff. Like, I knew what was, what was like, comp, like, what's normal and what's not for me. Sure. Like, and when I was running, it'd be like, like, I was doing it a lot. And mm-hmm. it would typically be like 140 or something, like, which actually yeah. isn't that high for running. No. Um, no. No. It's, you're not running six minute miles at 140. No, no. Yeah, you're running probably. I'm eight, doing eight and a half. Yeah, because these were like just exercise running. I'm not trying to like. And you're you know, flat, right? You race. Flat. But I would do like. I got you. Like three. It, it depended on how much time I had, but I do like three to ten miles. Like big mm-hmm. difference, but like this at this specific day though, I was doing this loop that I have like where I run the beach. Yeah. Go to this beach access spot, um, which is almost exactly two miles from my house like right ex- almost exact yeah and then i've run this other way and loop back and mm-hmm. it ends up being like five miles so yeah. i have a bottle of water it's still full i'm running run the beach and i get to the beach access there called hightower yeah. and walk out and i'm like just all of a sudden feeling really weird like just like oh i, I don't feel like something's off like yeah something's really off and then it escalates. And, yeah. And then, like, your anxiety's going crazier. And all of a sudden, like, um, I start feeling like I'm going to pass out. Right. And I'm, I'm chugging my water. And I'm like, oh, don't drink all of it, though. Like, yeah. I take my shirt off and stuff. I'm just like, yeah. I need, like, my hat. Take my hat off, everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, all right, just calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Breathe through it. And I'm just standing there for, like, I'm there for, like, ten minutes. Just, like, in the shade. Like, yeah. trying to breathe. And I'm looking. And, like. My heart rate still like 10 minutes of standing there is like almost 200 and i'm like holy shit this is not good so i start walking home like yeah i'm just going straight home yep. i'm two miles away uh-huh and uh the whole way i'm like i'm like stumbling i'm getting dizzy yeah almost yeah. passing out a few times and uh-huh. i get to a little bar that's about halfway like, mm-hmm. like right about a mile and i'm like i'm shirtless and stuff i walk in it's like lunchtime or something I walk in and I'm just like, hey, I'm sorry, but can I get a glass of water? And mm-hmm. they could tell, like, that I was not doing too well. Right. They're like, right. you're white. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm white, I know, right. but like, my, I'm like pale right. white. Yeah. Not even red. I'm like, I should be like beat red, if anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. From that. Right. Oh, sure. With and me. so I, I chug the water and I'm just sitting there for a minute and like, they gave me another one and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and make the walk home so i'm walking and i get like literally out the parking lot to another parking lot for these apartments and Mm -hmm. i start like literally like tumbling over like i'm i remember like i'm blacking out like and i start kind of falling over and i hear like i'm like on the ground like holding myself up like shit don't like try to tell myself do not pass out right and i hear this guy yell to me in a truck Asked me if I need a ride somewhere. And I'm like, yes, please. Like, and I would never ask yeah. that usually. Like, sure. Like, 
Well, it's the cardinal sin of running. You never call for help. Yeah. And <laughs> but yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, so this guy, I hop in the back of his truck, so I'm not in his truck with him, like, and take me home, and there's that. And then, like, mm-hmm. it just got worse and worse to where I couldn't do anything. Like, I couldn't, there was times where I couldn't leave my house. And. God, it's so important for people to hear this. I'm yeah, you, like. This is so much more common than, than maybe you know. You, you may know now. Well, I know now. I didn't yeah. know then. Yeah. So I ended up like, um, I ended up going to, uh, this was a different situation. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like freaking out. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having like another panic attack, but like I know what it is. So I'm like trying to control it, but I can't. Yeah. It's like uncontrollable. And I take myself to urgent care. Uh-huh. And when I got there, you know, they're doing like the vitals and all that. Sure. Like, and they were like, um we're gonna send you to the ER uh-huh. I was like what like what's yeah, going yeah. on then I'm freaking out worse yeah yeah right freaking right. out more and they're like your blood pressure is so high to where you're in stroke zone right now like you are not in good shape whoa and I'm just like okay 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 just yeah what yeah. can I do to calm down what can I do like yeah and they're like just okay just sit here just calm down like, I'm gonna get you ice water and just, just relax yeah. for a while right so I'm just laying there in the room for a while. Yeah. And you drove yourself in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just, I'm there for ages. Like, I don't even know how long. It, it could have been two hours. It could have been four or five hours. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. And they come in again every little bit and they're like, not looking good. Yeah. You're not in good shape still. Right. And I, like the doctor came in a few times and I got him to like, at least not send me to the ER. Mm-hmm. Even the, I mean, at this point, I'm glad they didn't like because I'm sure. here. I'm fine right now. Yeah, but with medication, I'm fine. Like, yeah. um, but like at that time, I was thinking maybe I should, but I don't want to. Like, I I just don't want to go. That's mm-hmm. gonna freak me out even more. I don't want to go. I just want to go home. So I had to have somebody pick me up, take me home. Yeah, and then I had to go. You know, doctors and do all kinds of tests, uh-huh. blood work, and all kinds of stuff. And sure, ended up having like a few issues that were like severe mm-hmm. like heart issues and stuff yeah so now like I'm on um, that you, you know, had did those develop because of the anxiety and all the pressure no it, I guess it, I guess that's the reason I had bad anxiety oh okay just never knew okay and because things just got weird yeah, you yeah things off. got worse over time as I got older uh, I got you um, they all started you know really showing themselves yeah yeah and yeah then like I I had to get on a bunch of medications, still mm-hmm. on them, like just like lifelong mm-hmm. medications, and um, yeah. but they helped a ton. Like I, mm-hmm. I still get anxiety for like things like attention things, like sure, but sure, it's nothing like it was. Like it was night and day when when my meds actually kicked in mm-hmm. after a few weeks. Yeah, like that. I felt like a new person. Uh huh. Like I felt like yeah. this, so, like it was just a huge relief of like. Mm-hmm. I can go on a road trip again. Like I can do, you know, this, I can just do things again. Cause I couldn't, I'm an adventurous person. Clearly. Yeah. If anyone knows me, they know that. Um, from what I've witnessed. Yeah. 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 And like, home is not where you want to stay. Not always. No, like it's nice now having a wife at home. Like, sure. I like being there more now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, so I would even, a lot of times I'd go like just on, long weekend trips by myself to go camping in like the Ocala National Forest or other places just 
wander the woods by myself and mm-hmm. you know find wildlife yeah. and stuff that's my yeah. always my goal like yeah seeking out wildlife and right i couldn't even do that i remember trying to leave one day and i literally got to the end of my road and i had to turn around i was like nope back home not going oh man and then so when all this like kicked yeah. in yeah the you know and i felt better it was like mm-hmm. i cannot believe i'm yeah like i felt like a new person I going back going camping yeah. again like i went yeah remember one of the first things i did was went to the national forest again mm-hmm. and went by myself for like four days and i'm just wandering the woods like thinking in my head like i can't believe i'm doing this yeah this is something i've been doing my entire life but i couldn't for like a yeah. year or so and now i'm like I'm back. i feel better than i did before yeah this is crazy so yeah i'm out shooting photos of right wildlife and everything and yeah here we are now so that, I, I'm so glad Doing you talked better. about that. I mean, <laughs> I'll just I'll, I'll I'll give you one quick uh, um, story of being able to relate to this. Um, mm-hmm. Before I got back into BMX, I was I was doing it was exercising a lot, and I I was taking spin classes. I was doing a lot, and then I started to teach spin classes. Mm, nice, but I've always had a little bit of anxiety, and and sometimes a lot. Mm-hmm. So. I was teaching one day, and I usually taught in the morning, which is, for for anyone that has anxiety, that's like the honeymoon period where you're just, <laughs> everything feels great in the morning. Yeah. You're fine. You know, everything's, it, it's easier to teach in the morning. You, you're, your senses aren't fully aware. You can get into the rhythm before anxiety could possibly interfere with that. Mm-hmm. But I had to do a Saturday a month. Oh, so the classes were smaller during the during the week because they were at five thirty in the morning, and less people were. Yeah, I may have had six to ten people regularly, whereas you, when I had to take my turn covering this one guy on a Saturday, his classes were full because it was a Saturday morning. I distinctly remember one time I I went full blown panic attack, and and there's twenty five bikes in the room, twenty four. 24 bikes in the room it's packed small room black walls which I don't know if that's good or bad but it was a very <laughs> it dark it sounds like it'd be bad to me but it was before we turned the lights <laughs> off because when you do it you just have like a string of Christmas tree lights around mm-hmm. so, you, so you have some light because you don't want it to be dark because the whole idea is you don't want you don't want to feel like people are, are watching or judging you're, you're yeah. riding your own pace you follow along the best you can with the instructor and so there's you know there's music involved and the whole thing, but we were ready to start, and I wear I wore a heart rate monitor because um, because the bikes had a pickup for it, so you, so it would re- the bikes would pick up your your uh, your chest um, just the chest strap, um, yeah. So it would link together with the bike's computer, and so you could see watch heart rate the whole thing. And I was barely even pedaling. I was just getting going, like ready, ready to start the class, waiting for the last few people to come in. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the bathroom and go deep, breathe deep and go, I, I'm, I'm fucked. Like, what am I going to do? Like, it, it was a, so in my, my heart rate was, it, it spiked. It was like 190, 200. I could withstand at that point. And this is probably uh, seven or eight years ago when, when I when I got back into it and mm-hmm. so I stopped of course teaching spin once I got into this once I got back into BMX didn't have time um, 
So uh, I I had gone into the bathroom and and thought I don't know what I'm going I don't know what I'm going to do like do I ask oh, do I ask my friend that's in the class so when I rode uh, road bikes outdoors would uh, occasionally you know he knew me well enough like he didn't know this part but yeah. um, I was he's a strong rider and I was rated I was so close to saying hey Alan can you can you like you quietly saying can you come up i'm just going to tell people i'm sick yeah i I don't feel well you know not not a good day to teach but i had to i didn't i stuck it out i i did not put full i i didn't i didn't put full full gear in and i I was not doing what i was telling the people to do Mm -hmm. for for rpms and and for watts. well not necessarily watts because everyone's different on watts but RPMs and uh, and just basically resistance. So you know, turn up the resistance to whatever. I wasn't even doing what I was telling them at all because anyway. Bottom line is, I worked through that high heart rate, just slow pedaling it, like soft pedaling it until until it caught up and it took ten or fifteen minutes of the class for me to finally get it get it straightened out. But I stuck through it knowing that there's a possibility I'm really going to get effed up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I totally understand. That's that I tell you that because I, I just want you to, to hear it. And, and I want, I want everyone to hear it honestly. Um, because it's part, it's, it's a large reason. This is so crazy how this came up <laughs> with you because this is part of the reason I do the podcast because I, I force myself out of my comfort zone to do these. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it bites me in the, in the ass because I'm having a tough day and it just flops. It just does not go well. The anxiety gets the best of me. It just doesn't go well. So, and that usually happens when I'm interviewing someone that, you know, we're not connecting and we're not, we don't have a real good conversation going. Like I'm asking a question, I'm getting you know, one sentence, one sentence answers. And, and then it becomes evident that we're both really not comfortable talking. <laughs> I know that. And I, know I fought guess. through those and, but uh, sometimes they, they're unsavable and I just, we get through it, but mm-hmm. in my mind, it feels like I just did a really shitty job. So anyway, that's my, that's my relating to it. I just wanted you yeah. to know that because it's, it's, uh, I know you're, you're in a much better place now, which is great. And so am I. I'm in a much better place, also. Yeah. Um, but it's there. It's part of my life, and I have to. I just have to to deal with it, just just like you are. So it's uh, yeah enough enough out of me on that one. I just um, I think it is good though, like to for people to hear stuff like that, like mm-hmm. to know that it's like it's not like as crazy as some issues that we have going on in the world. Like yeah, but right, it's like to know you're not alone mm-hmm. if you are having these feelings. Like there's a lot of people that are. And yeah. it's if you are having those feelings, it's probably mm-hmm. best to Get go help. seek help. Yeah. Even if you're uncomfortable yeah. doing so, which I was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I didn't, I could be in a really bad place or not even here right now. So yeah. Saying that, like you know, saying that out loud, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And also, saying it out loud makes me want to tell other people even more. Like, yeah, seek help if you have. Yeah. some sort of issue going on that you don't understand it could also lead to if you don't seek help it leads to self-medicating it leads to mm-hmm. or could yeah it could lead to that 
Uh, or it could just lead to depression and, and being holed up in your in your apartment like you were talking about. I mean, there's, it's, the 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 danger of is is and the risk is it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you said that. Very real. I'm glad you said everything you said. <laughs> um, well, let's see how much where are we at for time. Uh, okay, so still keep hearing the peacocks yelling. I, I'm glad you know what the sounds are because <laughs> I don't hear these sounds. As far as I was concerned, it was cats or babies. Well, if they, <laughs> if they were like right here, like next to us or under us, yeah. It'd be so loud. They're they're so loud. Well, clearly that's just what we need for the podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, so, so I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that it's not like right here. Right, like, right. Like the like the weed whacker and the mower. Area. Yeah. <laughs> Nonstop. Well, so stupid question. They're wild. They're just roaming. Like I would see turkeys and pheasants. Yeah, and... certain areas. Um, a lot of time, a lot of places they like take them and bring them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of areas, they are just roaming wild in the area it's like like some here not a lot here cape canaveral right up the road yeah um there's tons like when i lived over there like yeah i'd wake up sometimes and have like six from my front yard like yelling like and it's so loud like but they're so pretty such pretty animals yeah yeah so i just let it go right but going out your door and just seeing that at some Early on, must have been comical. And then oh it yeah, just becomes a pain. In the I ass. would pedal around like I would pedal around the neighborhood though, and like I search for them like because yeah. I knew some of the spots where they would usually be hiding out. Yeah, and like there'd just be like peacocks on these people's roofs, just hanging out, screaming yeah. like ah, like oh, yeah. it's like this is this is so goofy looking. Like, yeah. what are you doing up there? Well, you're doing. While we're talking, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow that. Well, maybe for the questions too, but. While we're talking, I, I, I'm seeing this view, and I just oh okay yeah want to take a photo of, of you while you're talking because the view is just amazing. Yeah, it's um, with the river and stuff there. So, I want I'd, I'd like to talk a bit about uh, about photography because you you put out some some stuff on your Instagram that a, a lot of gators, mm-hmm. um, gators, birds for sure, uh, but the gator part. You must, you must catch a lot of crap about that. Like, like, how could you do that? You could get killed. You know that type of thing. Yeah. So maybe you could share like how that's uh, <laughs> not as much of an issue as people think. So with, uh, it depends on the situation really. Like, um, if it's in the winter, it's a lot easier. A lot. I'm not going to say safer because they're slower. They're slower. Nothing about it's like safe, but um, they're a little more docile. Like a little, a little less, like, you know, they're not going to charge you or something. Yeah. They also don't really do that anyway. But like, right. in the like in the winter though, I'll, like, I'll literally lay in front of them like, mm-hmm. and just get like shots. Like, it depends on the lens I have on my camera at that time. I usually bring one lens when I'm out, like wandering. I hope it's a really big lens. It's it's <laughs> typically the the biggest I have is, um, three hundred. Which puts you how many feet away in st- to still get a good shot? How many? I, um, from... well, I usually have to, like, I'm usually zooming in as much as I can. Or sure. I'm, like, trying to get as close as possible. What's and... close to you, it's probably a lot different than close to me. For, May, for yeah, me. Probably, closer. like, so the last time I was actually mm-hmm. out, or one of the last times I was out, like, just searching for gators, like, purposely mm-hmm. seek, like, seeking them out. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, like I had a 
I had a 50 mil on, uh-huh. which, you know, that's not a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. And that's close. Though. I had this one photo that I was pretty psyched on, like, um, I'm just laying in front of the alligator, like, cause it was just, it was laying on the land and facing they, like up off, like, like from the water, like facing up uh-huh. and I'm laying like kind of like a slight little hill, like just barely a hill, but I'm mm-hmm. laying there like just about, I don't know, four feet in front of it. And like, I remember somebody walking by, like, it's just, it's not like a super populated place, but there was like people walking around and mm-hmm. I'm literally like, you know, I'm four feet in front of this, like six or seven foot gator. Yeah. And I'm laying down and this person's like, what are you doing? Get up. I'm like, also like, don't do that. Cause that's going to scare yeah. the gator. Like, right. Like, right. um, you're going to get me killed. <laughs> yeah. Like this it is fine until you showed up. But like, luckily it was just, it still stayed there. I got some really cool photos. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, I get my phone out Uh huh. and I'm just filming it. Like just because. Yeah. And filming it and it gets up and starts walking toward me really slow. I posted it on Instagram actually like the video part. Yeah, the video. Yeah. And it's just people people like were like I got DMs about it like mm-hmm. like that's insane like what are you doing? I'm like it, it trust me it was not coming to me. Like it was literally just getting up and it was uh-huh. probably honestly trying to get away from me to be more alone. Yeah. Like but it started walking straight toward me and all I did was move to the side of spec. Uh-huh. Like, so I'm still filming it, and it just keeps walking straight, though. So clearly it wasn't coming at me. Yeah. It was just walking, because that's the direction it was already facing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there, I, I just have this thing with gators. Like, I've... Ever since I, I was a kid, I used to, like, yeah. go swim with gators and stuff. And I'd really? get in trouble, like, for my parents and everything. Like, Yeah, I would think. But <laughs> yeah. I just would always do it. I'm like, I don't know. I'm... Man... I'm stupid. Like I feel like, well, I feel like I have a, like a connection in my head, but it's just what I don't. tell myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you have you had a little, little snapping at you? Uh, have you gotten have you irritated any any gators enough to uh, to have them snap at so, you? So, I was actually I took my my wife um, a couple weekends ago out to this this place that I what's go your out, wife's like, name by the way? Uh, Marina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, Marina. Now Marina Mulville. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, hey, you got two MMs. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So we were going out to this place um, called Tosahatchee Wildlife Management Area. Okay. Like, and I've been out there several times, but like, there's it's so large, so much land to explore. I've I've maybe covered like a quarter of it, maybe. Uh huh. But I was out there this one time, just cruising solo and. Mm-hmm. I I see this gator in this little like canal thing uh-huh. and looked like a like a I don't know seven or eight foot gator like not not too small and I'm taking a photo of it and I notice it starts like it it had this like look and I was explaining this to her as well like yeah. so I was like oh this is the spot that I had this happen uh-huh. while passing like and I'm like this this gator had a different look than I've ever seen like it uh-huh. looked like there was like an exp- like there was like a expression that like was like please get the hell out of here like and it just started yeah. walking slowly toward me because it was in like shallow water yeah where it was like submerged but like walking in it and it's walking I'm like 
this just doesn't seem right. Like, yeah, yeah. I get a right. couple more photos of it getting closer and closer, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what's going on here? So I look around, and then I see all the babies right there, oh, and I'm like, damn. All right, I'm gonna back up. Similar to what happens with bear, right? Yeah. And it wasn't, like, this is what I told her as well. It wasn't that I was, like, scared of the gator. I was trying to get out of there to, because I was scaring that gator. Like, I was right. scaring sure. them. And I didn't want to, like, you know, freak them out. Like, freak sure. out the mom and the babies. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is not my place right now. Like, you do your thing. Yeah. So I got out of there. That was that. That was the only time I've ever had any yeah. sort of run in. And that makes sense. That that would be a yeah. time where they would defend, I would think. Just yeah. like I was saying with bears, never get between the mom and the cubs. I have a pretty but. cool bear story like that. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we have black bears in central Florida, like a pretty large population in the Ocala really? area, like where I go hiking the most. Really? Yeah. Like, I had no idea. It's actually, that area has the most, like the largest population of black bear of mm -hmm. any like area in the whole southwest or southeast, sorry. Wow. Of the I'm, states. I'm just surprised you'd think they'd be pushed up towards to colder climates. You know, yeah. or you know, more temperate for them. But it like but so I was anyway. I was wandering this one place like um, outside of Orlando, these woods, and I I see I see uh first I see the mom. I didn't know it was only I didn't know it was, you know, more than one bear at first, but I sure. see him like, Oh cool, I'm getting a photo. Uh-huh. I start getting closer. So honestly, like, I know a bear can maul me, but like, for whatever reason, it's kind of like gators. Like, I'm not like scared of them. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's dumb. Yeah. I admit it, but whatever it, it is, it sounds like you're reading them well. Enough. You've seen, you've been around them enough. You're reading them well enough. Like you just told the story of that. It sounds like you 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 have a respect for them in what they in what they the space they need. So yeah, I try I to. It doesn't try sound to. like you're being. About it, but so this one yeah. though like i see it and i like it starts starts backing up mm -hmm. and i'm like okay it's scared whatever you know yeah. they usually will run away before anything else happens especially sure. the black bears here yeah they're not like aggressive at all um but then i see the bear like it was weird the mom did this like weird like movement mm -hmm. like no sound or anything just this like movement like yeah. and all of a sudden a cub runs up a tree like okay. behind her yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, the movement was clearly, like, the yeah. saying to the cub, like, get up there. Like, yeah. find safe, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. seek safety or something. Yeah. But I was just like... Your danger's here. That was crazy, though. Like, seeing that happen. Yeah. Like, And then I have a photo of the, of the, the bear, the cub. It's yeah. not like a, a tiny cub, either. It was like, it's growing up. Yeah. But it's it's in this, like, V of a tree. Uh -huh. And its paws are just, like, hanging down. It just looks yeah. adorable as hell. Yeah, yeah. But cool thing to like witness and stuff yeah, like right. that was that was really cool so photography is is totally a, a hobby for you um or does it have yeah. anything to do with your your work I, are you at uh, liberty to say what you do for work is yeah right? yeah i i'm uh um for the last like seven years i've been a claims adjuster for oh, homeowners okay. insurance oh nice yeah big difference so, homeowner wow so you must you must be busy in the fall or well oh, august I'm, on i'm busy think. at this point always oh, yeah it's like yeah. Especially we had two late hurricanes here. Yeah. And I still have, like, I mean, I'm, I'm getting, like, a, a typical week, mm -hmm. like, a regular week would be, like, five claims when I'm out doing inspections and everything else. Sure. Like, um, sometimes more, sometimes less. Like, yeah. But now I'm getting, like, like 
you know, sometimes five a day, yeah. seven days a week. Wow. So it's, and then I also have, you know. One of you can't get the Swamp Pistol Saturday. Yeah, like there was no way I was making it. Right. Um, and even doing this, like I'm so I'm so glad to do this, but I'm gonna yeah. be working like later now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna be done at like five. I'm gonna be sure like seven or eight or something. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I, I do. No, no, it's 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 all good. Like I enjoy yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so photography mm-hmm. doesn't really have anything to do with like my work stuff. It's yeah. just been a, a hobby of mine for a long time, and. Uh huh. It's a hobby that fits in like with my lifestyle of like you know yeah. wandering and adventures and stuff because yeah. I've always been a a wildlife person and yeah. enjoy seeing them but like the it's it's more of like a like when I get to actually get a photo of them mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter but it's like like an accomplishment yeah it feels like that for me like rather than only seeing the animal which is already amazing like and yeah. should be should be enough right like i like to capture that as well mm-hmm. so i can look back on it and then also like share it you know yeah. to, to anyone that may care sure or whatever like so it's just a it's a fun hobby and mm-hmm. i think it's a great hobby for a lot of people actually to like people that are trying to figure out ways to be active yeah, yeah, yeah. i mentioned this to somebody a while like years back like um an old friend of mine was trying to lose weight Mm-hmm. And he was like asking me things to do, but like didn't want to do most things. Yeah, yeah. Like doesn't right. really want to do it. Right. But he wants to lose some weight, and I was yeah. like, okay, like you know, he's been on some hikes with me and stuff. I was like, get a camera, like sure, get a camera and start wandering the woods and shooting, mm-hmm. you know, scenery, shoot wildlife, like yeah. whatever, or just find something pretty and yeah, flowers or something like. Right. But get a camera and just start wandering around, like, or go walk through the city, like. Uh-huh. Either way, like that camera is going to take you out and take you on walks and adventures, right? And that's a great way to start. And you like, may get some running in if you if you yeah. you know piss off an alligator <laughs> but it's or like, a bear. That could be like the entryway, like the, the you know the intro into exercising, like because it's simple sure. and you get like satisfaction yeah. out of it. Yeah. But then might he might be like, you know, well that's fun, but yeah yeah maybe now I want to go for a run or. Right. I want to go on a long bike ride. Sure. Or something. So, yeah. I think it's a. I think photography is great for that. Like, mm-hmm. it's. It could be a really active, hobby. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, or you can just sit there and, you know, shoot something in your backyard, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Either way, but like, it can be a great active hobby, which I would recommend to a lot of people that are. Yeah. Looking to venture out and try something new. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, while I'm looking at the questions, um, I don't think we completely talked about brakeless and when you when you switched to back to brake. So, uh, when did that happen and, and why? Because Anthem Two, you were riding brakeless. So yeah, uh, I was mainly. I think I was mainly brakeless. Maybe all brakeless. I'm not. Actually, I think I was. Uh huh. Um. But really, for a long time, I just went off. I just went back and forth. Like mm-hmm. I would put brakes on and then. I really just liked brakes for doing foofanoos and stuff. Like, yeah, that's. I didn't use them as much for stopping. It was just, yeah, for stuff like that. Foofanoos and abubicas. Yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, for certain jumps, I would like to have brakes, but a lot of times I didn't. But it was more of a like. I would get bored of, of having the brakes on. Yeah. 
and I would want to take them off because I wanted like that that extra excitement of being like a little bit more scared riding uh-huh. jumps. Um, and then I would, you know, have them off for ages, and then I'd put them back on for a couple weeks just for foofinos and stuff. That was really it. Ah, I gotcha. And and then for a long time they just stayed off because I would, I just I felt like I could never get them how I wanted them. And I was just thinking, like, if I can't, if they don't feel good, then I just don't want them on. Yeah. There's no point to me. So I'm just going to take them off. That's it. Uh-huh. And they just stayed off for a long, long time. And it was kind of wild, like, going to a lot of these spots, like, these huge trails. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. going through brakeless, like, I, it, it's not like a park where you can scrub some speed off. You yeah. You know what I mean? You're, and, you're gaining speed. And in the woods, you know, there's trees everywhere. It's not a lot of places to pull off or something like and holes on the side yeah. yeah yeah so it was it was scary but that's why i did it like yeah for that extra excitement yeah um i have to laugh because yeah most people would say that's a strange way to have extra excitement yeah you it's know but anyway yeah very true though like i i understand that but like that was yeah. just it made it more exciting for me mm-hmm. to like just bare knuckle like just white knuckle it like it's impressive and go but now, they've been on now probably for like a year. Uh-huh. Oh, so not and long. Yeah, maybe more, maybe less even. I'm not totally sure. But like, and Still, now I just have them on. That. Yeah, around a year, yeah. give or take. Right. But I just, I like it. Now I'm like trying to be a little bit safer and sure. smart about my riding. Like, yeah. you know, especially like having a family and stuff, like mm-hmm. a career right. that I get up on roofs and everything like do inspections like i need to need to be okay yeah yeah. um getting a little choosier about what what and and how what you ride and how you ride it yeah i definitely i think a lot more now with my riding like yeah i just try and be more calculated like Mm -hmm. and you know having you know like 30 years of experience of riding like yeah i know myself and what i want to do what i can do and what i don't want to do um, and like, like even, you know, riding jumps that aren't even like a big, like something crazy. I still, I still get nervous. Like mm-hmm. my first go on any size jumps, sure. like it could be, you know, the smallest line, whatever. And I'm still like, I'm pretty nervous my first go, but now like having breaks though, definitely helps that because before there was times like where like a few years back, um, yeah. or maybe like five or so years ago, when I was still trying to, like, I'm starting to get into my trying to be more calculated, like, and sure. more, like, thoughtful about what I'm doing. Yeah. I was in, I was back in Pittsburgh, riding, riding trails there, and like, you know, there's huge jumps. Like, I was riding one of the smaller lines, but it's still, compared to most trails, there's still huge jumps back when you lived there you said no this was like a few years back like oh, okay maybe like five this or so is, years uh, ago was this um Patazzi's place not yeah well, it's not just Patazzi, hazelwood yeah yeah there yeah the one above the cemetery mm-hmm. which people have heard a million times but my uh my grandparents are buried in the cemetery right below it oh that's crazy yeah i did not know my that. family's from pittsburgh my dad his side of the family they're, they're all from pittsburgh. yeah so i know what you're it's talking huge. about it, yeah humongous like just, so i'm i'm there and like i'm breakless and you know, Crazy I'm with all my close friends though that are there, and they all know. Sure. I know I can ride the jumps. They all know I can ride them. Yeah. 
But I'm like, I'm like, you know, kind of freaking out. And I, it probably took me an hour plus to, to actually go through. And then like, I I first tried it it. harder and harder. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I went through first go, I I was following people, obviously, like I said, but like, yeah, I went through first go the whole line, but you lose the person in front of you in the trees. Yeah. But it's just that, just the initial, like... Not because I've ridden it, because I've seen Yeah, enough. oh, for sure. Yeah. But it was just terrifying, like, yeah. being brakeless. And, I mean, you kind of had to go through first try. That was... You had no, no other choice. Like, right. if you didn't, you're probably going to be feeling it somewhere, like yep. a tree or something. But, yeah, that, you know, it was great. But that was, like, one of the last times that I was like, I'm going to... I want to put brakes back on, I think, like, mm-hmm. for riding jumps. And yeah. then maybe I'll take them off when I'm not riding jumps. Right. Right. But now I really, I mainly just ride jumps and then some parks here and there. Yeah. And that, that's, you know, there's my news. It's good. Right. And then my brakes for the jumps just for safety issues. And sure. That's where I'm at now. Like, yeah, I just feel more comfortable with brakes these days. Right. But right. I do, I do kind of miss like the, just holding on and yeah, going and just seeing what happens. Yeah. Well, it's impressive. I, I, I couldn't do it. There's no G- way. Dude's like Chase Hawk, like. Yeah. doing it still like that's effortless I'm like it's good, good for you but i am I, at this well, point now I'm, I'm done with it you tried it <laughs> you definitely excelled at it so yeah <laughs> good time to close the chapter and brakes yeah i'll be uh, 40 bra- soon almost 40 so um i think i'm okay to ride brakes now I, th- <laughs> I think so well the good news is you have on um, you know making those adjustments i, I think you'll ride for a long long time i mean yeah i think so yeah i have no plans on stopping you know right i right and you've seen you you've seen you know people in their 50s just killing it yeah for sure yeah i think the whole thing is like like don't stop and like you did for a while which but you at least were doing things yeah like cycling things so that's yeah yeah you had that going still like some people just stop for you know they they pull the whole like I'm getting too old for this, whatever, even though they're 20. Yeah. Like, and then they stop and then realize like 10, 15 years later, like, I want to ride again. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're already, they've gained yeah. hundred pounds and they're right. just, they're not in a state to ride bikes anymore. Right. Right. Injuries make you pick and choose. That's all. But for sure. Yeah. For the most part though. Yeah. Yeah. I look at, you know, like Dennis McCoy, mm-hmm. that dude. I mean, he's still, yeah, he still heals it. He he doesn't make any sense to me at all. Like, no. just he, he's an anomaly in, in the biggest way. So crazy, yeah. And yeah. like, just there's a ton of people that I that I see that I, you know, I look up to them because they're they may not be riding like this is not Dennis McCoy. About not saying sure. it's about Dennis because he yeah. is on another level still. Right. But like some guys that are they may not be riding the way they used to, mm-hmm. but they're still killing it. Yeah. That is, I feel like as long as I can be in that, like, you know, in my fifties, like, sure. I I want to be able to do Superman's for as long as I can, like, yeah. So I figure if I just keep doing them, right, as often as possible, it's true. I yeah. just if I'm if I'm like fifty five or something, and I'm able to do a Superman, I'm gonna be pretty psyched. I think you'll you'll be fine. I I do because hope so. you're not going to stop. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, then I'll, I'll raise it to if I'm 60 and I do a Superman, <laughs> then I'll be yeah. even more psyched. 
it's possible. There's got it. It's I've, definitely I've possible. I've seen that there's there's people in their fifties that are mid mid fifties even that are still still doing tricks that are like whoa. Yeah, they're out there. There's there's a guy in Japan that rides, not necessarily doing tricks, but he's, he's riding big sections. And oh yeah, he, and he's, he's awesome. Yeah, I, I forget. I, know I forget him. exactly how old he is, but he's older. He's he's gray. Yeah, he's, I don't know how old he is either, but like he's a ripper. Like a, he's in his fifties. I just don't know how far into his fifties. Mid at least, mm-hmm. maybe late fifties. He's like the manual king. Oh, not just tri- not just Satoshi, the not trails. Oh warrior. no, another one. Um, yeah, he. I mean, him. He's a manual king for sure. He's like the man. Oh, okay. But like, oh, you know who guy, I'm talking about. Yeah, though. like okay. still, he kills it though. For you know, yeah. Like crazy. Like you can't yeah. at this point I feel like you know, years ago you'd be like, Oh, that kid's killing it for how little he is, or like yeah. that dude's killing it for how old he is. Yeah. But it's I think you're just killing it or you're not. Like yeah. or you're just riding or you're, you're just, not. Like whatever. Yeah. Because you used to say that about Hallahan's. Yeah. Yep. I used like one like when I was or when they were like they looked like babies, like they yeah. were still killing it. Like I used to right. hook them up with my old company, like Wolf Brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, like, when I lived in Pittsburgh and stuff, and, uh, like, they were rippers. And yeah. at that point, it was like, I can't believe how good these kids are for how little they are. Uh-huh. And then it just, over years, it was like, I just can't believe how good they are. Yeah. Right. It's not about their age or their size. They're just, they're better than most people. Yeah. They have more control and style than most people on a bike. Sure. Like. Yeah. They're, like, like, the current, like. As a family, they're the current like Mike Aiken, yeah, or like right. Christopher or something. Like, yeah, they are just incredible riders and incredible people. That they're just good people in general. I'll just go say oh, that. Oh, absolutely, the best people I've met, family-wise. Best yeah, people I've ever met. The Hallahans are biking. they're amazing. Like, yeah, Mike is such a good good guy. Like, and he, you know, they've they've raised amazing kids. Yeah. That. You know, even for how good they are, uh-huh. like, they're so humble and mm-hmm. just so, like, yeah, such good people. And that doesn't just happen. No. It comes from somewhere, and, you know, I think, I'm sure, I'm sure Jen and Mike have a lot to do with it. Yeah. But, uh, they're both great. I, I, they've done so much for BMX and for those, for those boys and for Pittsburgh, like, yeah, they've even helped, like, I've done a, a bunch of, like, jams and stuff at the wheel mill and everything and like uh-huh. and other places like I used to do um, wolf brand jams for my little company I had years ago uh-huh. and they would I mean they would jump in and like without me saying anything or asking or whatever right they would just provide so much yeah like you know they provide a bunch of food like beverages and just yeah they would they would do more than I was doing for my jam mm-hmm and like, you know, they know I appreciated it so much. They understand that. Yeah. But it was, I mean, really, like, I, I seriously think about that. I'm like, they do it all for the scene. For yeah, you know, yeah. they've yeah. done so much for Pittsburgh and for mm-hmm. BMX. That yeah. it's, they're just great people. Like, there are certain people that have done a lot for BMX. Like, mm-hmm. that stand out to me. And it's the the top few in my head. And there's so many more than these. Like, so yeah. Uh, but the top few are like Vic from Circuit. Like he has made a scene. Like he made mm-hmm. like that place. Like it's insane. Um, Matt Copeland. Not just saying that because I'm biased because I've been yeah. friends with him forever and profile and all that. Like right. 
that dude does so much for yeah. BMX and so much for profile, but like just BMX in general. Also super humble. Yeah, one of the most humble people I've ever yeah, met. Just like Vic. Yes. And he's done, Matt's done, I mean, he's accomplished so much. Like, yeah. he's an author. He's, he's like, you know, he does these crazy rides for like, you know, for charity. Yes. Like, he's, yeah. he puts himself, or he puts other people before himself, like, for yeah. almost every situation. Like, mm-hmm. um, and he just loves BMX. Like, that's his life. And then the Hallahans. Yeah. Like, those are the three off the top of my head, like, that are... Absolutely. They're just... They, they like, have made something. Uh-huh. Like, it's just crazy. I yeah. applaud them and sure. thank them a lot and appreciate them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Myself, yeah, I agree. I fully agree. Cricket, yeah. because we were just talking about Matt Copeland, and uh, as the profile guy, we, we you know, profile... His profile and Matt is is absolutely the reason I believe profile is still so strong uh, in BMX. So, mm-hmm. um, but why don't we use I I was checking out your the, the questions on on your phone so um, that I sent to your phone and how about we I picked three that we can end the podcast on. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go with question number one. So you. I may have, if you want me to read it, I, I can read it or you can read it. It doesn't matter which. Uh, so let's, I want to do questions one, three, and five. Okay. Yeah, so the... And we'll wrap it up on that. Mountain Holler and pizza. Yeah, so we could do that one first if When you did you learn it wasn't the breakfast champions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I was... when what I was Mountain Ho- Holler? It, it, was a, it was like a knockoff of a Mountain Dew. Really? Yeah. Like like a Walmart brand or something. I can't remember which brand it was. Like, but it was cheap. Probably. It was just a cheap knockoff. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Um, the name just funny. Mountain Holler. Like it is. It may actually be a Walmart knockoff, but whatever it is. So like, <laughs> at that time, like this was when I was a teenager. Like, yeah. And into like my very early twenties, like I would, I would drink like an entire two liter or more or or two yeah. two liters of Mountain Holler. Like daily, they were. I think they wow. were like fifty cents at the time for a two liter. Whoa! Like wow. Still a while back. Yeah. And, uh, and I honestly, there was only like a few things that I ate at that time. Yeah. And it was pizza. Uh huh. Um, chicken wings or chicken tenders. Yeah. And like you know, that would include fries. Right. They right. just mixed together and maybe burgers, but like it was mainly just like chicken tenders wings and uh-huh. pizza right like but I mean I was great. I just had I don't know I was a kid and yeah. I was so energetic and like I was burning I was riding like 10 hours a day oh my god yeah so it's hard to believe we did that back then I, I know like the, the diet like it just didn't, it wasn't a thing to me at that point yeah. like I was a kid and I would just it was like breakfast lunch and dinner yeah like if I could it'd be pizza <laughs> And Mountain yeah. Holler. Oh, um, so what happened? I so, I realized after years that uh-huh. this is not a good way to live. Yeah. And it was just like me getting more in, you know, growing up a little bit more. Sure. And like realizing like, you know, health things like way before yeah. all the stuff we talked about earlier. But like. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, caffeine uh, does not help. It. <laughs> no, anxiety no. Thing. I actually haven't had caffeine in like. Um, about 15 years probably really 12 to 15 years good yeah. for you 
like no soda yeah. or I had coffee for a little bit, but like mm-hmm. cut that out as well. Like sure, I I drink decaf just for like a, yeah. a ritual kind of thing. Yeah, yep. Um, and yeah, sorry to all the coffee people out there. <laughs> you know, it's better for me. Trust me. I just lim- yeah, I just limit it, but I don't drink soda either. Co- yeah, coffee is the only, and it's only like absolutely no more than one a day, and it and it's not mm-hmm. a big cup. Yeah, that's so, I get that. Like yeah. it's a it's a it's also like a morning ritual kind of thing. Like it's. Yeah. gets you going like whether it's caffeine yeah. or not like right. it gets me going um but i i just got more into like realizing my health i got more into like health stuff and like yeah. Yeah. and just started realizing like that you know i should probably do something now while i'm young mm-hmm. and change this change my ways because this is not going to be like a good thing for me in 10 or so years if i can right. like continue this right. so yeah i just got I just paid more attention and started eating better. Mm-hmm. Like, realized that sleep is better. Like, I yeah. need more sleep. Right. And that was really it. But, like, the, it was definitely a weird time in my life. Like, my early early BMX years of just mountain yeah. holler and pizza. And I honestly would have forgot about that. Uh-huh. But Matt bringing that up as a question is pretty funny. Like, because it yeah. definitely takes me back to that. Yeah. And it's I'm like, damn, I can't believe I... Living like that, yeah, right. What a gross way to live. Yeah, <laughs> we were Taco Bell constantly, yeah. every day. Taco Bell and Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Oh the yeah, worst stuff you could possibly eat for so long. Yeah. My wife still kids me about it. So you want to hit question number three? Are you, are you good with yeah I'm one? Good. All right, so we'll go to three. Um, I think my and this is this this the central yeah uh, this is um. Your worst story about working at Central Skate Park. I feel like we've heard the best. That's why I chose number yeah. three. Because best seemed to me to be bands, uh, music, and music and writing. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, worst... There's a few that can be the worst situations. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you, like, you choose. It doesn't. It's your choice. It's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, this this... So there was, like, every now and then there was lock-ins there. Like, the, you know, like, yeah, seven yeah. starts at seven at night, sure. ends at seven in the morning. And right. I worked a few of them, which they sucked to work. Huh. That that was... 24-hour babysitter or 12-hour babysitter. Yeah, and I was already... I was young myself. I was, like, 18 or something. Oh, 18 or 19. Like, maybe I may have even been 17. Like, so I was, I was young. You weren't alone in... in- no, there'd be like one or two other people working as well. Okay. Um, there'd always be like an adult, like a real sure. adult, not like a yeah. barely adult. Yeah, yeah. Working, but I remember one time I caught there was a foam pit there. Uh huh. Like I caught a kid peeing in the foam pit once. Oh my god. That was gross. I caught. It's hard to fix that problem. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if these two two people I don't know their ages or anything I don't know if they were you know, having sex in there, but they were doing something that I, I yeah. think they were... In the foam pit? In the foam pit. Like, Whoa. Yeah. That's a bad memory. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty yeah. rough to see. Um, yeah. Oh, but the, the worst thing, though, like, the worst, the absolute worst thing was so many people would sneak into the park. Yeah. Like, and that ultimately led to the place closing down. Right. And a lot of those people I saw like, you know, years later and they'd be like, man, I miss Central Skate Park. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, well, it 
closed down partially because you wouldn't pay to ride, but you know, yeah. Yeah. you would sneak in. That's stealing, yeah. in a sense. Like, yeah. um, it is. Yeah, we all miss it, but you uh-huh. are a partial reason for mm-hmm. its demise. Yeah. So exactly thank you for you that. Would, yeah, exactly why you wouldn't want to see people sneaking in the sneaking into Swamp Fest or anything else. Yeah, but. yeah, exactly. So that's that's my worst my worst story yeah um which really yeah. the worst story involves the place closing down yeah that sucked yeah <laughs> so number five <laughs> right. in the do you want me to read or you yeah, read it so uh, this one is what was the longest amount of time jeff harrington made you wait to take a bathroom break on a road trip i honestly yeah. i don't remember but like in my early days of profile, like I went on a lot of trips with Jeff Harrington. Like yeah. we did, we did like um, you know trips up to the East Coast Terminal, like the um, the FBM contests, like yeah. Law La Revolution and stuff. Those are like mm. old contests. Um, we did a lot of trips, and he was he was definitely like a <laughs> like he was like the dad for sure of the yeah. trips, like and. It's, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, like or you know, mean way or whatever. But it was definitely his way, and that's it. Like, there's no other way, no other way about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's if he had to pee, then we could stop. If he's not like peeing in something, but like, right. yeah, you trucker boating. Yeah, you just have to sit it out and and hope that you didn't wait too long. Like, but right. it was. It was always a it was a good experience like being on trips yeah. with him like it, it was it's different than most trips I went on with other people like you know was that a combined uh, like a video trip or, or what we just we did a lot of trips like just trips for in contests and filming and all kinds of things like not not for a particular brand just mainly profile but okay yeah it was more or less it was mainly for profile yeah, I'd okay. say that makes sense because it was when he was working there and stuff right and because he's actually the one that really got me mm-hmm. initially in in with profile yeah like matt as well but like matt kind of got in like matt got in more because of jeff i believe as well uh-huh um because jeff was like team manager and and worked there as well and like he was like the guy there for for a long time mm-hmm. um and he started flowing me stuff when i was like I don't even know, like maybe thirteen or something. Uh huh. And Jeff, did. Jeff Harrington, yeah. Okay. And then that's what kind of introduced me to the Profile Racing family, uh-huh. and where I became, I started becoming more and more involved with them, and and then it was really when Matt got involved that like it really took off for me. Like I was already a part of it, um, already like considered like on the team and stuff, but like sure. once Matt was like more or less running the show is yeah. when like I grew even more with the company uh-huh. um, but it was it was good though with Jeff like he he was like my initial my initial in and you know that was it was crazy because it was one of those things like first I've never thought I'd be sponsored never thought I'd be sponsored by Profile even yeah. though it was like a you know it was a local brand sure. but it's a worldwide brand that's and what it, I knew it as even though I knew got, it was it's got some history yeah like I knew it was from Florida, but like I didn't look at it as a local brand at first. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I looked at it as profile racing, like anyone yeah. else would. It's 
this, yeah. you know, international huge brand with right. American-made parts that are, yeah. you know, great. Um, so once I got to be a part of that, it was just insane. Uh-huh. Like, I can't believe this. Right. And then I started getting like, you know, because I was a part of that, right. I'd meet, I'm meeting new people and stuff. And then I started getting like in with other companies and then, mm-hmm. you know, then it just one thing led to another, but right. yeah, Jeff, I guess, yeah, he's a huge part of uh-huh. me getting involved in the profile, yeah. but trips with him were always, were always yeah. exciting though. Like, yeah. he's a fun dude. Yeah. Um, very straightforward, mm-hmm. but also funny. Like he had a sense, he had a good sense of humor. And it was weird. He just kind of like, it's weird now, like, because I was around him so much when I was younger. Uh-huh. And now it's been like 15 or maybe even more years, maybe 20 years or something since I've actually been around him. Uh-huh. So I didn't like, didn't really think about that until now. Like, yeah, it's weird not like, not having any interaction with him mm-hmm. over like almost two decades. Wow. From having it daily. Yeah, yeah. For a long time. Yeah, I don't even know what he's doing now. Yeah. Well. But, yeah, I, I definitely can't thank him enough, though, for mm-hmm. everything he got me involved with the profile. Yeah. And then Matt, obviously, taking taking his reins and, you know, doing even ten times more. Sure. Continuing to, to do more. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he has set a tone for me that I pay close attention to. It just... You know, I'm 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 older than him, of course, but I I think uh, he just the way he carries himself in the in the things about him that that make him Matt. Yeah. Um. I uh, I've absolutely changed some focus because of him. Mm-hmm. I've, I've absolutely taken him uh, as he well he doesn't know it, but as somewhat of a mentor because he's just been an amazing guy. I, I'm with uh, you there. Yeah. I, I look up to him in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Not just BMX or, you know, not just because profile, like, so many ways. Especially knowing him for so long, like, yeah. knowing a lot about him. Yeah. Like, he's he's been a, he's done a lot, a lot of positive for me. Mm-hmm. Way more than he even has yeah. a clue of. Right. Like, it's a pretty cool thing about it, like, how it, far back we go and stuff. Like, and, and is the icing on the cake that, that uh, you're going to have to try not to be humble on this but he I, I well i'm assuming it was him but the push stem which is your stem mm-hmm. i've got to imagine that was an idea of matt's surprisingly i mean he he's like a he's a part of basically everything with profile i think yeah. um but really that idea came up like while i lived in pittsburgh sure like and I honestly, so I was personally trying to think of a way to raise my bars a bit uh-huh. without uh, without adding more spacers because I sure. like my, my bars a little bit higher. Uh-huh. And at that time, all the it was either front load stems or flat top load stems, yeah, yeah. or even like the Challenger stem that went down. Right. Like I'm trying to go right. up, but yeah. I didn't like that stem upside down. Sure. So I was like, that actually came up by like drawing like on a napkin. Oh, yeah. Like in Pittsburgh, like oh, okay, I drew that up and stuff, and like actually when I came back down, I brought it to profile, like I brought it in or whatever, uh-huh. and that's how it kind of came about. Like I took it, you know, oh. Matt saw and stuff, and like and then took it back like to 
Corey, um, mm-hmm. who's like, it's a uh, Jim, the owner's son, but he's like machine, like shop manager. Okay. Um, yeah. Does a lot there. Like, ended up making the stem. Like, yeah. But they actually. So the crazy part is they made it at first. Like he went the opposite way and he brought it down. Oh, the okay. same look, the same everything else yeah. of the stem, yeah. like current. But it went down, and I was like, "Oh, it's like no, the it, opposite of that. Like, right, right. want to go up." Yeah. And so that stem actually came out for a little bit briefly. It was called the 40 stem, I believe. But then right after that, there was the prototype for mine, and it was like, that's that it. That was dead on. That's okay. it, right there. And then yeah. that was a long time ago at this point. Yeah. Um, Crazy. 15 or more years or something, yeah. I think. Like, I think. I'm, I'm so bad with dates and, and well, years. Sorry. No, it's good. I, but, I, I see them a fair amount uh, because, you know, you know Matt's always generous with uh, donating to the to the fundraising jam that I put on. So I've seen a couple mm-hmm. come through uh, through the years, as well as hubs and, and other things. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the stem, uh, I just I it feels like I see them everywhere. Yeah, so it they're, was, they're they're out there. It's wild. Like I still I still to this day get like a pretty cool feeling when I'm at a contest or something or yeah. out of town and I see like my stem. Uh huh. It's like wow, that's pretty wild. Like that, I like I actually you have a part helped like yeah make this happen. Like this was like an idea yeah that I had right, and it's a right. thing, and it's still a thing. Yeah, like it's pretty crazy feeling. Yeah, I bet. Like never thought I'd have a signature product like especially one that lasted mm-hmm. or is still around. Like you know, lasting yeah. like you know, hopefully more than two decades. Yeah. Um, I can't see it going anywhere for a little while because it's yeah. people still love it. I love it. It still sells. Yeah. Um, Seems like it. But I just even like I just think it's cool. Like besides yeah. sales stuff, like it's just a cool feeling of uh-huh. having something like that. Yeah. Like yeah, that doesn't really go like seeing it doesn't really go away like from the first one I saw out in the wild. Right. Like it's still the same kind of feeling. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cool. Hey, not many people can can say that and so it's a it's a pretty cool thing it's yeah wild i think we should wrap it up and uh if, is there anything you we didn't cover that you wanted to or you could just could, uh, if you have anything you want to mention or thank then be, i could like maybe just mention standard um which actually is kind of cool because like so when i was growing up back in those days like with mm-hmm. you know the early profile days and stuff like i only rode standard like I only rode the trail boss. I actually had a, yeah. I had an STA at one point. Uh-huh. But as somebody that mainly grew up riding dirt and well uh-huh. still, you know, for my whole life like yeah. based around dirt more. Right. I usually had a trail boss. Uh-huh. And the cool thing about it is like being like now riding like, you know, flow for standard like Sure. Um it's cool because the my new the frame I have now uh-huh. that trail boss like I was talking to Rick about it from Standard and he asked me like what color I wanted and uh-huh. it was I asked him like it was between two colors like and they were my two that I had growing up like that were my favorite of all time oh, okay. the like army green one yeah, yeah and then yeah. the tan okay they're my f- absolute favorites growing up mm-hmm. so I told him that I was like I don't care just basically the green or the tan yeah yeah. whatever like either one is going to be like my favorite right 
Right. So I was psyched to get that. Like, and yeah, it's just it's cool. Like, um, it was like a like nostalgic in a way. Like uh-huh. getting like to you know ride for standard even at a you know at just a flow level. Sure. Because um, that was like when I was a kid, that was my dream sponsor. Uh huh. Like. I remember... Oh, gosh. I mean, especially since you were in Pittsburgh for a bit, so you were around standard country. Which yeah. Is, which is pretty much northeast and, you know, pretty far down. Yeah, the, I mean, that was one of the biggest reasons. Like, Punjab, like, and, like, Ground Chuck, those yeah. dudes oh. were some of my favorite riders, like, yeah. to watch. And, like, cool. I, it's cool because, like, I can call them friends. Now, yeah. like, when you're a kid, though... They weren't even that much older than me, but like sure. they were established. And but when you know when you're younger, like a few mm-hmm. years is a lot. Yes. Like oh, if absolutely. I'm you know if I'm like 18 and they're you know 24, that's like a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know whatever, but sure. um, it's it was rad. Like so actually, I remember I was riding um, you know the UGP routes back in the day. Sure. Yeah. One of them when I was 15, and I only remember this because I rode 15 and under. Uh-huh. Like, only reason I'd know that I was 15. Yeah. Um, but I won the 15 and under class. Oh, yeah? For one of the routes. Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever year it was that I was 15. Yeah. And uh, I had, like, you know, I had a standard. Was it the parking lot one or the one no, that was, was undercover? it was undercover. Okay. Yeah. I had a standard. I had, like, standard shirt, like the, like the... To me, it was like the iconic one with like the logos and the sleeves, yeah, and then like yeah. standard on the front, yeah. and it's just such a wild thing. And like, I have it's cool because I now have that shirt again. Uh huh. Rick sent me that shirt like recently, so I have that shirt. I have like one of the same color frames I grew up riding. Like, it's yeah. just like a cool feeling. I think like it's very nostalgic feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a full circle thing too. It, I I think that's kind of like what I was gonna get at with it it's like definitely full circle uh huh yeah except you know profile's just been a straight line going up which is great right right but full circle's also good (laughs) when it comes (laughs) back to something sure that you're interested in right yeah but yeah that's yeah so just uh, Um, if you want to if you have anyone anyone you want to thank or or just shout out or whatever you want to do uh I mean definitely have to thank again like matt copeland i have a bunch in this already but yeah it's never enough i feel like sure because that dude is just yeah i already talked about it. he's done so much for bmx but like yeah. he's done so much for me and bmx too mm-hmm. so right. can't thank him enough right um you know my my wife supporting me like mm-hmm. being you know being okay with me getting dirty and like yeah like (laughs) get dirty building jumps like right play your surfer too so that's pretty cool yeah that cleans me up i yeah exactly i get dirty on the on the jumps and then go surf and you're living two lifestyles for sure (laughs) three photographer one too yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's really good to have her support like behind me um Yeah. yeah she like you know it must be it's got to be difficult for her, like, you know, having somebody with so many distracting hobbies, you know, that yeah. take me away mm-hmm. from our typical everyday life. Like, sure. you know, I'm either out here, like, I'm, I'm here working on these jumps, like, 
five or six days a week mm-hmm. and sometimes twice a day uh-huh. like I'm here yeah. a lot yeah um, if there's good waves I'm in the water a lot uh-huh you know like I am sure you guys have a balance that, yeah that is, we're like yeah. it's it's we're still growing with it like it's mm-hmm. it's all still like coming together more and more sure you know I'm sure we'll be learning each other for a long time like yeah probably even forever like who knows yeah um, yeah. but yeah she's you know can't thank her enough for right supporting me in all this mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a lot it's yeah. a lot to take on understandable luckily yeah. for her like, I don't travel like I used to because mm-hmm. I was you know back when I was riding as a career yeah I mean I was gone sometimes 200 and something days a year like uh-huh. you know, that's, that's a lot it's a lot yeah. of time like I'd be gone sure a week home for three days yeah gone five days home for right. a week gone two weeks it's uh-huh. like just oh, it was hectic it actually it was very wearing like mm-hmm. it wears on you yeah 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 that was uh, I have no complaints about it I am so grateful for being able to like travel to so many places I've been to like mm-hmm. travel to the majority of the states multiple times so many different countries and uh-huh typically more than once for all those countries I've been to like the opportunities have just been insane like things you never that I would never dream of sure um but yeah really just there's there's like too many people I'd like to say thank you to but mm-hmm. I when I'm put on the spot it's it's hard to remember everyone they know <laughs> they that's, do they will know often all say like, is they know they will know because like you know a lot of it's like my friends like I want to sure. say thanks like a lot of my friends for always being there you know like Bobby mm-hmm. Valentine he's I still consider him like my best friend uh-huh. um, like one of my longtime friends Zach Best like we've we've been like off and on like in communication and not like but uh-huh. I'll always consider him such a good friend and like he was a big part of my growing up with riding like mm-hmm. along it was like a, a little crew of us like at Central Skate Park like uh-huh. The younger-ish crew was like um, Zach Best, my buddy Chunk, uh-huh. who's John Tillman, yeah, um, yeah, buddy Pat Garrity, and then uh-huh. Zach Best. It was we yeah. were like inseparable. Wasn't Chunk on FBM? Yeah, he he did a lot for FBM. Okay, um, he was he's like good buddies with Crandall and stuff, and still like he actually recently lived in my backyard. Really? In a, in a camper, him and his him and his girl. Wow, Monica. Yeah, they. They That's lived cool. in my backyard for a bit until my neighbor didn't like it and uh, complained. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely got to thank all my friends and like the, you know, the people I grew up with, like mm-hmm. that got me where I am. Right. My parents, especially like, but sure. all the other central skate park dudes that the older, they were considered the older guys like mm-hmm. Matt Copeland and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even though they weren't that much older, like I said, but right. older at that time, those are the guys that really like put me in my place to make me like you know make me a modest person like you know they helped raise me outside of my house right like the real the real world shit don't you know etiquette and stuff that's huge yeah which i feel is missing a lot these days like mm-hmm. you know there's not that like the younger kids don't like respect the the older like like i don't know how you want to, like veteran riders or however you want to sure, say it. like yeah, yeah. how we used to as kids like yeah it was like you looked up to them. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to be a pro or something. You looked up to them because they were like, they, like you wanted to be like them. Like they were like the older guys, and right. 
I don't know how to how to explain it, but, but like lots of times you, yeah, sometimes but, that's instilled in you, like we talked about with the Hallians. That that comes from somewhere. Yeah. So sometimes parents, sometimes friends, friends that are like you were saying with Matt. Yeah, um, they definitely like it was the that whole crew I mentioned earlier, like Matt, um, mm-hmm. Sean, Lewis, Forrest, like Vic. You know, if I was ever doing something like stupid, like, or, you know, if I was taking too many runs or something. Mm-hmm. One of them would say something, and not like in a dick way, but just yeah. like put me in my place in like a way like you're not doing this right. Yeah. So stop. Do it right. this way. Yeah. And you listened. Yeah. I guess just there's a, we have to be optimistic. There's there's hope. There's hope these people will learn. There's well, there's a few good people out there. Yeah. Hopefully they can set examples that these people will eventually pick up on. Yeah. We hope. I hope. Hey, so. It happened for you. It happened for for a lot of us. So. We have reason to be optimistic. <laughs> yeah. We have to be. What's the alternative? Uh, yeah. You know? At these days, especially. Like, <laughs> yeah. With everything going on, got to be as optimistic as possible or else yeah. you're not going to make it. You're just going to... Right. Not survive somehow. I don't yeah. know how, but... Right. You're done. Right. <laughs> Will you be out of the sport? Agreed. Wrap on oh. that? Yeah, sure. Good? All right. Sounds good Excellent. to me. Excellent. Perfect. Exactly, you know, to the minute, the time that we talked about. But... Uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. Mark Mulville. I appreciate it. It's done. We wrapped it. We got it done. Finally. Yeah, exactly. And thanks for uh, thanks for the riding. I will say once you go into the berm, at least jump the first.